We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. A podcast where me, Nicole Byer, tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though if you asked me to eat nothing but Frosted Flakes for the duration of our relationship and the frosting is your cum, I would do it. (laughs) My guest today has already taken off his boots. He is right at home. He doesn't do that at home, our home that we share sometimes. Also, while I was doing that intro, he was staring at me because he knew something dirty was coming and he didn't know. I was like, Frosted Flakes ain't that bad. (laughs) Oh, come. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's the ticket. (laughs) Oh, that voice you heard is my roommate who I've lived with for seven years. (laughs) John Milheiser! What's up, what's up, what's up? No, John. Come on, what's up? No, John. Let's get into it, you know? No, John. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? This is how I sound. John, stop doing a black scent. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. You were doing a straight man scent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate it. Um, okay, John, how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, let's see. Today? Yeah, today. Sure. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, how were you doing yesterday? Yesterday was a lot of... Sorry, I'm into ice cream right now, but yesterday was a lot of ice cream. I yes. had to like uh, crunch the minutes in the day to be like, okay, I have to freeze the bowl for this amount of time. Mm-hmm. I have to make this. I have to prep this, get the custard ready. Yes. And pull it off. When I asked you to go buy an ice ice cream maker <laughs> for my birthday so I could have ice cream, I had no idea that Have you told gonna... that story? No. Oh. Okay. So John, for my birthday, makes me a cake or dinner Or something nice, because John is great in the kitchen. He loves cooking. We have a nice kitchen that I barely use. Uh, But this year, John said, what do you want for your birthday dinner? And I said, nachos and lasagna Mm -hmm. (laughs) and ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Like a real like deranged child who was like, all of the carbs and all of the sugar. Uh, And I said, I want it specifically homemade ice cream. Mm -hmm. And John was like, well, we need an ice cream maker. And I said, okay, buy an ice cream maker. I'll Venmo you for it. And I want homemade ice cream. So then I was like, Jackson, I got to go get an ice cream maker. Mm-hmm. So I book Jackson it. Jackson is John's boyfriend. Right. So I book it to Target, the place where the ice cream maker should be. It's not there. Mm-hmm. There's only a um, model of one. And I was like, where's your ice cream maker? He's like, oh, we are all sold out. And so then I went to JCPenney's. They didn't have one. Mm-hmm. Went to Macy's. They're all sold out. Mm-hmm. Went to a different Target, it's different like, Macy's. Why do Daisy. stores exist? And, and then you're not Bed Bath. Have anything. So Jackson called up Bed Bath and Beyond, reserved one, and I went and go 
and I went and picked it up there. But it was the most expensive, but it is the best one. It's Cuisinart. It's a great yeah. ice cream maker. You make fantastic ice creams. Uh, the one I like the best is peanut butter. With peanut butter with cup. With peanut butter cups inside. And I like to put chocolate syrup on it. And the first time I did it, you said, you are messing <laughs> with the integrity of the ice cream. Try it first. It's I like my dad always put salt and pepper on everything did. that I gets tried painted it. in front And of then I added a flair to it. And then you were screaming at me yesterday because I was eating the birthday cake. <laughs> well, I was making it in the morning. She yes. creeps downstairs. Hell yeah, creeping. <laughs> she goes, what's this? <laughs> I'm like, it's very, very soft, liquidy birthday cake. It's not ready yet. And then you start dipping in. But I love it. I've <laughs> already told you my favorite. is super soft. Is like soup, soup almost. I love soup ice cream, but I hate soup. It's truly a cross I have to bear. But yeah, you're really into ice cream. You you went to a dinner party last night that I was not invited to, mm-hmm. and you brought ice cream. Was it a hit? Did everyone love it? Big hit. Everybody was a hit. Uh, Andrew made uh, uh, appetizers and wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amos made beautiful bread, olive bread, mm-hmm. and then Don and Lauren made a great pasta. And then I brought the ice cream. Ah. I brought mint chocolate chip. Yes. Chocolate. Yes. Coffee. Yes. And cake batter. Ice cream. Yes. Did you bring any home? Was it all eaten up? Oh, yeah. I brought a lot home. Okay. I was like, uh, Andrew, you don't want this. <laughs> I got to feed my fat roommate who creeps downstairs looking for sweets in the morning. I have a question. When I say I'm going to do things, do you think I'm going to do them? Uh, well, you've had a good record of doing things. Like, you mean like hobbies? Like, yeah. I'm going to start roller skating. <laughs> Because I did go through a phase where I was like saying I was going to start doing things and then buying things to do them and then not sure. doing them. Yeah. Like, remember, I went and bought a bike pump when we mm-hmm. had a bike pump yeah. and then I never bought the bike. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I started riding a motorcycle yesterday. And how'd that go? I crashed into a fence sure. and I burnt my finger. <laughs> oh, you burnt your finger. <laughs> yeah, it's just a little burn. You were truly unfazed when I said I crashed into a fence. Because you delivered it so unfazed. You're like, oh, it was a great first day, crashed into a fence. (laughs) But I stood there and I was like, let me hear this whole story. Are you okay? I am. I'm fine. I'm super sore today. Hmm. But it might be because of the pole class I took right after. My pole teacher was like, what? You had a motorcycle accident and you're here? And I was like, yes, dedication. Need to learn how to invert. Thank you. Um, so you're not single. Right. You are in a relationship. You've been in one for two years? Two, two, two and one third, two and a half. We'll say two. John, nobody has described a year in thirds. Mm. Two and a third years. (laughs) Not there's quarters in a year. I guess it's a quarter. (laughs) It's a little bit more than a quarter. Okay. Two and a half years. Just round up. Sure. What is the thing you like best about being in a relationship? That somebody loves you. <laughs> <laughs> when did you say I love you? I feel like it was rather early. No, I think it was uh, three months. That, you don't think that's early? I don't think that's bad. Do you think that's early? Marissa, do you think that's early? Marissa says it's on the scale of a little early. I agree. But we were heavy, like, we went to San Francisco, like, a week into us dating. Really? Like, like a road trip. Basically, maybe two weeks in, but, like. Dang. Yeah, I guess you guys did start off pretty hot and heavy and then haven't cooled off since. (laughs) Well, I guess you are cooling off with all that ice cream. Uh, (laughs) Woohoo! What was the thing that Jackson did that made you say, this is the person I want to be with? I've told him this and it doesn't click and maybe it doesn't click for anybody else. But on our first date, we went to because uh, he worked through the night. He'd probably get off at like midnight mm-hmm. or something. So he was like, you want to catch your early lunch, late breakfast? I was like, sure. So we did that date. And then I was like, yeah, if you want to meet up after work, we can go to Birds. which We live by Birds uh, in Franklin Village. And he's like, sure. So we met up the same day for a second date. And it's just the way he cocked his head, like when I was telling him a story, he was like fully listening. And I, I like he was very involved into listening. And mm-hmm. it just made me be like, this guy really listens and cares what I have to say. I don't know. But it was the first date. And I was like, this is a special person. That's fucking adorable. I get it. And then he, yeah. He is a listener. Yeah. He, it's nice that he does care and listens and 
responds to you based on what you've said because some people don't listen. Mm -hmm. And it is nice that you found someone who listens and is fully invested in everything you have to say. Mm -hmm. You both are. It's a nice relationship to be on the outside of. (laughs) (laughs) It's a nice relationship. You're in the relationship. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not. You don't take me anywhere. (laughs) I'm not in the relationship. I'm just, I mean, you live with me, and if he's over mm-hmm. and I'm home, of course I'm going to be around screaming, because that's what I do. What do you mean I'm in the relationship? You're, Unpack that. Uh, you're there. You're a part of it. Uh, <laughs> in a good way or a bad good way? way? Okay. I got three pumpkins set up on the front by the front door. John set up three pumpkins, two white ones and one orange <laughs> one, and went, look, this one's you. <laughs> You're the orange one. Get it? Because Jackson and I are white. <laughs> it made me laugh very hard. But it was nice to be included in your pumpkin family. Mm-hmm. You were single for a while before meeting Jackson. Sure. Uh, it's. I was late bloomer, late, a late coming out. But, uh, you know, did the dating thing. But kind of did the dating thing and kind of gave up on it a little bit. I was just like, I'm probably not going to meet anybody. And I'm just like getting older. And I was just like, yeah, I'll still do it. Mm -hmm. But kind of like, I guess it's different for gay men. I don't know. It's just. You were casually dipping in and out of the apps. Right. I talked to Jax and I met, we matched on Tinder and uh, Bumble. Oh, that I didn't know. Yeah. And then he would ask me a question on Bumble, and then I would respond on Tinder. (laughs) You fucking nightmare. (laughs) So he was like, oh, this person's crazy. This person's funny. And luckily his sister was like, no, no, Jackson, he's being funny. I was like, Mm, yes, she saved the relationship. Uh, But uh, (laughs) we were we were we talked for like, I think, two weeks and then we went on a date. Okay, I kind of do that. Like, I like I don't want to waste a night or waste time or mm-hmm. meet a stranger. So I was like, can they do bits? Can they? That makes yeah. sense. That's so funny. He would ask you a question on Bumble <laughs> and you would respond on Tinder. You were like, just so you know, you're signing up for a real nightmare. <laughs> no, that's such a treat. That's so funny. When I met you, you were straight. Sure. Which <laughs> uh, but when you met me, were you like, mm-hmm? <laughs> Yes. Whatever you say. And I didn't, because it was like, we, so John and I met in New York on a sketch comedy team. And you oh, weren't there the first meetup. I remember that. No, because I was in Chicago. We got put together over uh, Thanksgiving break. So I was yeah. in Chicago with my family. And I was so excited. And then everyone was like in town for a meetup. And I was like, cool, I guess I won't be there. Um, and then when I met you, you're like, hi, I'm John. I was like, hey, John. And then, I can't remember what I said. I think I implied something gay. And you went, I'm straight. And I was like, whoa. I said that? Sure did. And I was shook, floored, gobstocked, scobstopped, gobsmacked. Uh, I fell down. I rolled around. Opened my legs. So you want <laughs> You said no. I was like, he ain't straight. <laughs> no, I was just, it was so interesting to me. Because you would like stomp around in a way that I've never seen a human being stomp. Uh and was then I, later, you, I think at the triple crime, were like, see, no, I'm gay. And I was like, no. <laughs> <gasps> Are you? <laughs> yeah, I think it was like one of those things where I was like, he told me what he is, and I won't tell him what I think he is, because that's rude. Yeah, that mentality back then in those years was kind of like, I know I'm gay, and I guess I have to deal with it at some point. But it was just different during <laughs> that time. But I was like... uh, no, when I'm comfortable, I'll tell people I'm mm-hmm. gay. And so I understand why some people just were like, I, not yet. I don't feel. Yeah. I, yeah. So you got to respect how they yes. identify themselves, even though. Yes. Yeah. Might not be true. I think Marcy takes credit as being the first person to know or <laughs> find out. <laughs> or the way I told Marcy was like, I texted her. I was like, uh, you know, Bill in our level two class, I'm like him. <laughs> really funny you know bill (laughs) yeah i know bill i'm like bill all right john yeah (laughs) that's so funny you've dated women yes i I had a like longish girlfriend in high school 
Mm-hmm. Uh, she's sweet. We still keep in touch. We dated for, I guess, on and off for like two years. Mm. I would, uh, <laughs> before I would talk to her on the phone, like I was like, I have to have a girlfriend. Okay. This is my girlfriend. Okay. I have to call my girlfriend every night. That's what people do. Mm-hmm. I love you, girlfriend. I uh, love you, girlfriend. <laughs> girlfriend. That's what I love. So girlfriend. I wrote a list of things to talk about. And that's then adorable. I'd be like, so I played soccer today. Uh, well, this one's not going anywhere. Oh, math homework was hard, you know. And then I'd be like, love you. And I'd be like, <sighs> so thankful that's over. <laughs> that's very funny. And also really sweet. Did you find it easier to date when you lived in New York or when you lived in L.A.? I guess L.A. Really? Just because you're so distracted in New York with like running around and you're never at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was you know, doing the improv lifestyle of like working during the day and doing improv and sketch comedy at night and then mm-hmm. coming home at 1 a.m. and then getting up. I don't know. This is, it's just more space, mm-hmm. more breathing room. I, I don't know. thought it was easier in New York, but I guess what was easier in New York, now that I'm thinking about it, like for real thinking about it, I guess it was easier to hook up because yeah. I've never dated anybody in New York. I think I've only really dated people out here, but also, that was a real mess in New York. Yeah. I was drunk all the time. One of my favorite things was to go drunk shopping with Allison Rich. You never came on one of those. <laughs> no. Oh man, she would like I would push the cart, but she was the one steering the cart, and I'd be like, <laughs> I need this. <laughs> you know, it takes a village to make sure Nicole doesn't die on the way home. <laughs> what is one of the worst dates you've been on? It was in LA and I started dating this guy. When I first moved here, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, just focus on your career and not anything else. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like not caring about if he asked me for a date. I was like, okay, sure. So then he asked me for like a fourth date and we traveled somewhere f- far. Oh, is this where you went to Norm's? Oh, no, that's another bad date. But like <laughs> we went to a restaurant and I ordered food and I ordered a beer and he's like, I'm just gonna have a water. I'm like, okay. And then he's like, I don't think we should see each other anymore. It's like, dude, just text oh, me. I remember that. That <laughs> I is so wild to make someone travel and then to turn at them and say, all right, you ordered all this food, but I don't want to date you anymore. Yeah, don't bring me up. You could have texted me. We weren't that serious. Did you sit there and eat your food with yeah. him? I was like, you can go. He's like, all right. I was like, that and that place sucks. was Spitz. Oh, was it? Yeah. On Hillhurst? Mm-hmm. Dang. Uh, what happened with the guy at Norm's? I don't remember the When specifics. I moved back from New York, mm-hmm. he's like, hey, let's let's uh, go on a, I guess a date. I don't know. He's like, go to dinner. And I was like, ooh. And he's like, meet me at Norm's. It's like, I don't know what this place is. Norm's. <laughs> so I get all dressed up and it's a diner. I'm like, mm. I don't know what this place is. Mm, I could Google, <laughs> but I shan't. Norm's. The lore, the mystery of Norm's. It's a diner. That's funny. Yeah, it wasn't that bad, but it's just disappointing. I haven't gone on a really bad date, but yeah, I guess the one where I thought it was a date, but he was just breaking up with me was so rude. Wasn't we weren't even breaking up. <laughs> you weren't even together to break <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. Do you think you're gonna get married? Not uh, just in general. It's just a general question. I like weddings. I don't know. Probably maybe. I guess I so. like peacocks, but I'm not gonna get a peacock. Mm-hmm. You got peacock feathers in your house. <sighs> Don't tell people it's in my house. Yes, I have peacocks from the previous owners. Also, a whip from the previous owners that I keep because I can't throw away a whip. Mm-hmm. I used nutmeg today that expired from in 2017. Why would you? It called for it in the pumpkin ice cream I was making. We have pumpkin ice cream at home? Sure do. Holy oh, shit! Huh? Is it a pumpkin spice latte ice cream? No. Just pumpkin ice cream? Yeah. With expired nutmeg? There was no ginger. So I, uh, otherwise, I think that would have been some You don't read too. the ingredients before you start? I made this one up. What? Mm-hmm. Is there actual pumpkin in it? I saw a can of pumpkin meat at uh, pumpkin Trader Joe's. Whatever that pumpkin. The Pumpkin meat? Yeah. Nobody calls it pumpkin meat. Don't look at Marissa. Nobody calls it pumpkin meat. <laughs> <laughs> pumpkin puree, whatever's in the can. Not meat. You saw the pumpkin meat? And I was like, well, I know how to make ice cream. So I just heated up milk, put the pumpkin meat in. Blended it, put brown sugar in, uh, then stirred five egg yolks into it, and then uh, put made it into a thick custard, f- cooled it, chilled it in the freezer, and then put it in the ice cream bucket and 
churned ice cream. And then did you taste it? Yeah, I tasted it. Was it good? good? Yeah. Oh, talked a lot about ice cream. I'm sorry about that. No, it's just what you're into right now. Yeah. Like, I'm into pole dancing, so I've been talking about pole dancing a lot. And I've truly hit a uh, wall with it. <sighs> I was talking about it with Mary. I was like, Mary, I hit a wall, and I'm really frustrated. And she was like, oh, no, but that's your release where you feel happy. And I was like, I know, Mary. Trust and then you me, were like, I know. And then I started up uh, trying to do motorcycles, and I hit a wall, literally. <laughs> yeah, I literally <laughs> hit a wall on the motorcycle. I... I'm really proud of myself that I know how to crash. Mm-hmm. I knew I was going to go to my right side because I was like, I think if I hit it, I'm going to try to go to my right. Uh, but I also knew to go limp because if you st- if you tense up in an accident, you're you're most likely to hurt something. So I lifted my le- uh, my right leg because I was like, that's where I'm going to land. I don't want the motorcycle to land on my leg, and I don't want to get like pinned on it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could get pinned under it. A motorcycle's not that heavy. Uh, but it is kind of heavy. So I like lifted my leg and then I was like, okay, here's the fence. And then I hit the fence and then fell on the side I thought I was going to, but like truly my arms were in the air. <laughs> and I heard Meatball go, no, Nicole! <laughs> it, was it on video? No. Oh. I wish it was though. <laughs> because I was trying to turn and realized I was going a little too fast for the turn because I, what I had been doing was stopping and then releasing the clutch, giving it a little bit of gas, and then like tiptoeing to into the turn and then taking off again. But I had made one turn where I didn't have to do that. And I was like, I got turns now, baby. Got a little too cocky, flew a little too close to the sun. Mm-hmm. And then realized I was going a little too fast. And instead of, because the brake and the gas are literally on the same handle. So, and that's for all motorcycles. You go like forward and backward. Yes. Yeah. So instead of braking, I floored it and then was like, Vroom! it was... Not terrifying. I truly was like, this is this is happening. <laughs> I accept it. Uh, and I was like, also, I aimed for, I think, a good place to hit the fence. But I'm happy it happened on my first day because it's out of the way. I've had my first crash. There's going to be more. It's inevitable. But it's I'll, I'm fine. <sighs> what? As long as take- you just do it in like a contained parking lot like area. I don't. Oh. You're not going to go on a highway, are you? Yes. I'm going to get my motorcycle license. I'm signing up for classes next month. Okay. Or I have to do it today for next month because they sell out. Okay. But yeah, I'm going to get my license and I'm really excited about it. Uh, Why don't you get one of those motorcycles like from Indiana Jones where it has like a little... Sidecar? Sidecar. Because then I'm responsible for another human being. Just put Charlie in there. (laughs) Why Charlie and not Clyde, my dog? (laughs) Because Clyde's the better one? No. Mm Mm-hmm. That took you too long to say. (laughs) Okay. I love both of my dogs, but Charlie is the most melancholy dog I've ever met in my life. He is so sad. And he lives a great life. Yeah. He's just, he's going through teenage years. I mean, he truly is a pensive teen. He really is. He loves sitting in the dark. He likes the crow. (laughs) 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 We just got Clyde out of his drug phase. He hasn't eaten weed in a while. And it's not like I'm leaving weed around for him to find. He can open containers and snaps on backpacks. One time he got, I think he ate it off the street, like a nugget. The first time he ate it, he ate it off the street because we did not have it. We had no weed in the house. Uh, Second time is very funny. I came home and you're like, Clyde's high. And then truly on cue, slid into the foyer and started wobbling. His legs were wobbling. He's like, I'm okay. Is that fine? I'm fine. Let's go for a walk. I don't know what trees are. And then you got to hold, you had to hold him for like three hours. Yes. It's exhausting. And then every sound, he was like, what is it? Yeah. Ugh. Imagine Charlie being high. That would be terrible. He'd be even more scared of everything. He'd be peeing everywhere. Ugh. He loves to pee everywhere. That's his favorite pastime. He's like, who needs a walk? I'll puddle right here. He doesn't pee all the time in the house, only if he gets scared. Yeah. Shook. And by getting scared, that means someone walked too close to him. Right. Well, <laughs> people got to stop walking so close. We got to walk just uh, truly. Keep two feet around him at all times. Okay, so your favorite part about being in a relationship is having someone who loves you. And you loving them. I just, it's it's the other way around. Like, mm-hmm. What's your least favorite part about being in a relationship? Uh, guess. <laughs> yeah. Worry. I think I told you this the other day, just like 
what do I look like in the middle of the night sleeping? And also, <laughs> <laughs> like, which is so funny because I went, when, so you sleep ugly, and you go, I don't sleep ugly, but I'm not a pretty sleeper. And I was like, so you sleep <laughs> ugly. Uh, it's when he doesn't stay over, it's just, uh, I'm like, oh, I got the whole bed. It's very mm. nice. I don't have to worry about anybody. I guess when I sleep, when he's there, I kind of like pose, mm-hmm. like put my arm under the pillow. You pose? Yeah. So if he wakes up in the middle of the night, he's like, wow, he's handsome. We got to take a break. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Warning, things are about to get intense. Like when you stare into the eyes of someone that you really like for a full minute straight without blinking. Intense, intense heat, lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts available in eight sizzling shades honestly my favorite is hot honey and cocoa zing i put it on my lips and honestly it did sizzle them it sizzled them right to the moon they were plump and juicy and everyone was like nicole can i and i'm like get in line can you take the heat find your shade at maybelline.com or a retailer near you Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho. 
without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. <laughs> John, why do you think I'm single? You're the one who's around me the most. Why do I think you're... I think uh, you're so busy. I know that's an easy answer, but you travel a lot and, you know, and then you have a lot of hobbies. You keep yourself entertained. Um, You are not a normal person. You're a performer. You're a lot of energy. Um, If you... Worked a nine-to-five job, and then, you know, it's just harder. I guess if you worked a mm-hmm. nine-to-five job, you'd be able to date more and stuff. But you're in a unique position. You just got to go on the right apps. I just have to go on the right apps. Go on the right apps, and then you should be good. No, I don't know. What an awful, awful thing to say. I'm on, you know I'm on all the apps. Yeah. You know I was waitlisted for Raya while you just breezed on in the door. They welcomed you with open <laughs> arms. They said, John Milheiser, we've never wanted anything but a John Milheiser. They said, Nicole Byer, yuck. We don't want this. Get out of here. Um, What do you think, what do you think I can do to bring love into my life? I mean, you you had, we've had a couple dinner parties and that was nice. I think if you just, I don't know. But if you. (laughs) (laughs) You truly, your whole face changed with that. I don't know. Uh, seem like you were in peril. These are not life or death questions, John. I want to give you a good answer, mm-hmm. but uh, how does anybody meet anybody? I don't mm-hmm. know. I was, I didn't date for a very long time, and then it happens. There's no rhyme or reason to it. I have friends bring single friends over. Mm. Dinner parties. Have a mixer at my own Mixers, home. Mixers, yeah. Um, Do a, a cooking class at somewhere. Where, not a cooking class. Not everything has to be about food. And cooking, but like, take a class, and you're like, "Can you help me with this, sir?" And he's like, "Sure." What's your name? So you want me to be a a character in a movie? Yeah. Can you meet people when you're doing motorcycle lessons? Yeah, because okay. uh, the class will be a class of people. That's cool. So maybe I'll meet Mister Wright, who's riding a motorcycle, and we'll ride motorcycles into the sunset together. Um, have you ever heard me having sex? No. Really? Have you tried? For me to hear you? No, that would be the most insane thing to go into sex being (laughs) like, I'm going to wake up, John. (laughs) I just, yeah, I don't think I've ever heard you having sex. Yeah. We're very respectful. Of course. What a nice treat. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard you. And I've pressed many a ear to the door. No, I'm kidding. I've never. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) Oh, no. Is that supposed to happen? (laughs) (laughs) You are not, you don't like talking about sex. Yeah, that's, I think that's fine. (laughs) I didn't say it wasn't fine. I think it is fine, too. I Some people are really comfortable with it. I'm just kind of like, yeah, I mean, I get horny like everybody else. (laughs) I put my pants on one One leg at a time. I get horny just like everybody else. Uh, I just think it's so funny that you, (laughs) yeah, I like to talk about sex and you truly will just respond to me, Nicole. Nicole, 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 or you will begrudgingly tell me what I want to know. And (laughs) and you'll be like, are you happy? And I'm like, well, no, because you didn't like telling me. Yeah, you like to pry a lot. I love prying. I love bothering you. Mm -hmm. My favorite thing to do is wearing my uh, pole dancing shoes, my stripper shoes, and dancing in your room. Oh, yeah, I'm writing in my room. You open the door, come in with. No pants on and pole dancing shoes? Hell yeah, no pants. But I'm wearing bottoms. It's only one time I was not wearing bottoms. Yeah. That was just one time. Have you told that story? No. I don't, oh, it was after uh, doing drug history. I was, oof, I was rough. It was not okay. And I don't know what I needed to tell you, but I was like, I need to tell him, but I'm going to get back in bed. So I just put on a sweatshirt and no underwear, mm-hmm. and I walked into your room to ask you what I need to ask you, sure. 
And then I told you I wasn't wearing any underwear. And I did back out of your room. And you're the one who walked behind me to see what was up. Because <laughs> I don't think you believe me when I say things like that. And then I dared you to touch your door frame. Yeah. And at first I was you. like, I think it's because you want to see my pussy. Then I was like, will you see my pussy? And then I didn't. You could see my pussy. Mm -hmm. So that was pussy showing number two. But you won't show me any of your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about me? Oh, there's lots of things. Uh, <gasps> Is there? You're very easy to live with. <gasps> Am I? Yeah. I mean, oh. I'm used to you. <laughs> I know how this sounds bad, but to handle <laughs> you. For instance, if you come home after a long flight or traveling, like where you had to catch your flight at like 4 a.m. or mm -hmm. something, drive two hours to the airport, blah, 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 and you come home. And you're kind of grumpy. I'm just like, okay, she's tired. You know, mm. She just traveled a lot. So that's understandable. But like, mm -hmm. you're very funny and fun. And uh, I was thinking the other day, I was like, I want to dress like Nicole. But because it's such a like, like a hap when you walk into a room and you're wearing like these bright colored outfits and like these outfits you put together, buying one thing from here, one thing from over there and then putting it together. And it's just like, wow, that's a, that's fun to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best I can do is buy a yellow shirt on Instagram and talk about it for about a month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this? It's my new yellow button-down shirt. Well, you wore that turtleneck that one time. That oh, was yeah. a choice. It's very mm -hmm. cute. And I was walking past people, and mm -hmm. like at least three people were like, love your turtleneck. Love that turtleneck. Thank you. I bought you that one shirt that you wear sometimes, that little 80s uh, doodad. That's a good look, That's and you seem happy when you wear that. Yeah, yeah I like wearing uh, things bright colors. I mean... Today, I'm not wearing my bright colors, but like pops of cut, like I'm wearing a leopard print hat and hot pink shoes. Mm -hmm. So even my like casual down look has a little zazz in it. And girl, I just bought this glitter fucking uh, cardigan that I cannot wait to wear. I put it on and in the mirror, I was like, <gasps> is it glitter? Like it, it's it'll get glitter everywhere and glitter. Is, is that what I have to look forward to is <laughs> sweeping up glitter? Oh, you think you sweep? Oh, I'm the one who's been vacuuming. You bought a vacuum and you've been vacuuming for two days solid because <laughs> I love that vacuum. Using this I vacuum. love I love it. John, you want me to vacuum your room? <laughs> no, I'm okay. You were also napping. I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, I bought a Dyson. It's a cordless Dyson. And let me tell you, please it tell is us. nice. You uh, tested it out on this carpet that's like holds Charlie's dog fur. Yes. Before that, we'd have a vacuum, but before we vacuumed the carpet, I would have to you scrape have to my sneakers, yes. the rubber on it, to get the hair mm -hmm. out of the carpet. But this Dyson just takes up that animal hair. Yeah. Dyson is not sponsoring this podcast, but I really like this vacuum. And that's when I knew I was getting older, mm -hmm. when I was so excited to see that Dyson box, and then I put it together instantly and was like, where am I going to store my new vacuum? I love this vacuum. <sighs> the Tupperware drawer uh, made my day the other day opening John, it. I'm like, oh, it's so organized. You organized the pantry and I almost came all over myself. I was so pleased with how it looked. You threw out old shit. It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. It still is beautiful. And I was like, how do you, or I don't know how to organize. It's Start really out by throwing me. away stuff and then. I got to throw away stuff from my trunk, but I'm like, what do I throw away? My big dildos? I can't. You can't. So I, right now in my trunk, I have dildos and so many pairs of stripper heels. And I'm sure every time I open it, someone's <laughs> like, what is her line of work? Also, the dildos are covered in sand because I went to the beach. And, you know, that's what happens. John, what kind of person do you think I'm going to end up with? I think uh, a guy with a beard. Okay. Almost like a lumberjack type of thing going okay. on. Okay. Gonna have rough hands. Ah, yeah. Uh, Ribbed for my pleasure already. He's gonna uh, be nice. Okay. Uh, gentleman, and uh, gonna make a good amount of money. Okay. And he's gonna try to be funny. Uh huh. But he won't be that funny. Okay. But we'll laugh because you know you love him. So he'll be like, <laughs> oh, that okay. was really funny, Jerry. He's uh -huh. like, thanks. Jerry? Okay. Travis. Oh, Travis. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. And then the four of us will live together in harmony. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to live with me and my partner? 
Yes, I'll live with you and your partner. Because your, your partner part- want to live with me and Jackson. Is Jackson going to move in? I mean, he he has those drawers and he... That I gave him. Yeah. I gave your boyfriend drawers. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 Jackson kept bringing a tote bag full of stuff over. And I was like, what is this stuff? And he goes, oh, you know, it's my stuff in the morning. And I was like, well, just leave stuff here. And he was like, I don't know if there's any drawers for me. John doesn't have any space for me. So then I was like, here are two drawers in this chest of drawers in the hallway. And he was like, thank you. <laughs> and then one morning he was going through it and then you opened the door. And he's like, <gasps> oh, well, that's because I was wearing my flame boxers, my baking bonnet cap that I wear to sleep. And then I think titties were flopping in a little sweatshirt. I looked wild. And I don't think he'd ever seen Bedtime Nicole. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, whoever dates me is going to have to deal with Bedtime Nicole. Bedtime Nicole's kind of scary. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen the black chef hat. I It's because I try not to wear it in front of people because I wore it once in front of Sashir and I've never seen her laugh harder at me. <laughs> Truly, like, there was no niceness to it. She was just, like, pointing and laughing at me. Because it's like, I got it when I had my braids. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, oh, I kind of like having a big bonnet. It was fun. Uh, so I wear my little chef's cap to bed. Nice. Also, I worry about how different I look when I take off all my makeup and my wig and stuff. He's going to have to, like, like both of those people. You get used to that. Like, I remember when I would start dating, when I started dating Jackson, I was just like, oh, kind of try to look the best all the time. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, that goes out the window and I wear a stupid, like, sun hat around the house and... Don't look my best all the time. And tell me something about your relationship that I don't already know. Um, that you don't already. It's fine. I think my favorite thing about your relationship is you found somebody who likes to watch the things I like to watch. Yeah. Like we both really love Guy Fieri, which is like, how did you find that? That's so, I feel like a lot of my friends are dating iterations of me. Yeah. The, you guys have a lot of the same TV show uh, interests, like I don't know. Almost all of them. We like we've and we all all three of us love House Hunters and oh, we love House Andromeda. Hunters. We love Andromeda. Hey Andromeda. Andromeda. I don't know if Andromeda listens. <laughs> she does, isn't she? Oh wait, she did. Yes, yeah, because she, she did. She DM'd me and she was like, "Imagine me." And I was Andromeda like, "Andromeda yeah, yeah, to yeah, the yeah. listeners is the narrator of House Hunters, and we discovered Andromeda because <laughs> we have truly watched so much House Hunters, and our favorite thing is." To talk at the screen to the couples and make fun of the couples, drag them drag to them. filth. Um, so there was a chunk of episodes, maybe a season, where there was no narrator, and we were like, "Where is the fucking narrator?" Also, who is the narrator? And then we found out it's this magical woman I was like, named Andromeda. I'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. Found out who it was. Started following her on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Messaged her, Andromeda, what's going on? We don't hear you. She messaged me back, being like, "It's all right, relax." They <laughs> decided to do a few episodes without me. I was like, mm-hmm. Okay. But, but she's back in the game. She's back in the game. We're, We're happy. She's liking my posts. She, we love Andromeda. Uh, also, fun fact, I play a character named Andromeda on this uh, Disney show called Big City Greens. Isn't that funny? That's crazy. Yeah. She's a little purple girl who's real ornery, and I love her. <laughs> she makes me laugh so hard, which is, like, insane to say because I voice her. But uh, she... <laughs> love, love, love your jokes. John, I'm obsessed with myself. I think if you're not your own biggest fan, like you need to change that. Uh, what do I do the most? Oh, you laugh at yourself constantly. I put my videos on all the time. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen any of my videos? Oh. I'll put them on right now. Be right back. Uh, let me get some cued up. I'll throw them up on the TV. Yeah, I fully, I think I'm very funny. I enjoy the jokes that I make. But I think the reason why I like Andromeda so much is she's <laughs> just this little purple person. Uh, not the house hunter lady. Not the house. No, the character I play. She's a little purple girl mm-hmm. who is suspicious and uh, thinks there's a ton of conspiracy theories. And I think it's very funny that she's a child who thinks that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then her movements are really funny. The animators did a really great job animating her because I do the voice before they animate her, and then oh, they cool. animate her to the to my voice, kind of, and like the action of the scenes. It's just, it's really, animation is crazy. It's so much fun to watch. Mm -hmm. John, would you date me? No. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck no. Uh, (laughs) Aren't I already dating you? 
No, you won't kiss me when I ask I've for kissed kisses. you before. Not like a passionate kiss. I that's one thing about the relationship I I uh I found myself doing is that like I was like, I wonder what I look like when I lean in for a kiss. Mm-hmm. Uh for like for Jackson or something. So I did that to the mirror and I was like, oh God. It's like you don't stick. Well, do you you stick your tongue out first? I mean, there was a time where I think I used to, and what? I didn't even realize I was doing it. Oh, wow. Because I did see a few times when we first started dating. He's like, what are you doing? Wow. So your eyes would be closed, your mouth would be agape, and your oh, tongue oh, would oh, be oh. out. Yeah. <laughs> and Jackson went, what are you doing? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I would date you. I don't think you would. If I was straight, I would totally date you. <laughs> I don't think you would. Why? Why don't I think you would date me? I think you would instantly be exhausted with me because you are exhausted with me a lot. When have I ever said I'm exhausted with you? You never said those words, mm-hmm. but I get the feeling that sometimes I exhaust you because sometimes you just stay in your room and you won't come down and play. I'm writing, <laughs> but you'll come into the room anyway. Yeah, there was a time where I used to nap in your bed while you wrote. Mm-hmm. But now I think it's weird because it's like you and your boyfriend maybe fuck and I don't really want to sleep in fuck sheets. So it's hard to nap in your bed now. <laughs> Which is probably a great thing. That, that boundary's been, you know, set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe you would date me. We do spend a lot of time together. I think, like, if you can hang out with somebody for so long, for so many years, I'm like, that's, it's a partnership, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest hurdle is like, do you like hanging out with this person all the time? Because they're going to be, you know the one for the rest of your life. I'm like, yeah, I guess so. I would miss you so much if you moved out. Are you going to? At some point. What? But you don't even have to think about that. Why? It's just the way things progress. Where are you going? Who knows? And that's what's so exciting. When are you leaving? John, this is so mean to reveal to me on my podcast that you're moving out. There are no plans to move out in the near future. (laughs) Our dogs are still alive. You're going to move out when they die? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Santa Vera. Dogs are dead. (laughs) Dogs are dead. Get the heck out of here. Here's the ashes. See you tomorrow. (laughs) Here are the ashes? We're going to cremate them? Yeah, all my previous dogs, we have uh, little ash. My mom has them by the fireplace. Millhouse, Dixie, Gabby went running off, so we don't have his. Boudreaux. Gabby was a man? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, a dog. A man dog? Yeah. <laughs> I guess that was a very weird way to phrase that. Well, John, I'm going to really miss you when you move out. We don't even have to think about it. I that. can't believe you're moving out tomorrow. Not Seems moving out. not nice. Seems pretty mean. You can go live in a ranch house? I like ranch houses. <laughs> have you told that? No, John gets irrationally angry when I... I when loved I said, my ranch house so growing John up. John grew up in a ranch house, and I said, did you grow up in a ranch house because you were poor and your parents couldn't afford another story? And John gets mad, but it's not a real thing. That's <laughs> not how houses go, and I know that, and, and I think you know that. Just like, okay, so that would be like me going, oh, so you grew up in a split level, so your parents could almost afford a second, <laughs> a second story. Uh, but it's the first time I said it, you got so mad, and then I just... I'll say it every now and again, and it makes me laugh so hard. Truly, it makes me tee hee hee. Tee hee Ooh, that got me. John, we've come to the end. Okay. Is there anything you would like to promote? Well, you can all see Greener Grass on VOD. And That's video on demand if you're not in the know. It's on Amazon, iTunes, Netflix. No, not Netflix. <laughs> Sorry. It's on IFC, right? IFC, Yes. But it's a new movie that came out, written, mm-hmm. uh, directed, and performed, acted by Jocelyn DeBoyer and Don Luby. Mm-hmm. And it's a great movie, great cast, really funny. So check that out. Also, you have an Instagram page called Baguette Me Nots. Baguette Me Nots, yes, where I take comedians and actors and writers and uh, take a photo of them doing something in their everyday life, but replacing an item with a baguette. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. So Baguette Me Nots. And he's got an Instagram and a Twitter, at John Milheiser. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm featured, dancing in heels. Um, okay, so if you like this episode of, oh, I love you, Amy, you can like it, you can subscribe, you can rate it five stars. And if you send me something nasty, I 
will read it. Okay, so this says, I want to kiss you and bite your lip right before you're set to walk down the aisle on your wedding day. I want you to fucking remember that kiss on your deathbed. The cake, the flowers, that dress, is that what stopped you from hopping on my motorcycle to blow what snooze fest of a California... This is wild. Hold on. I didn't read that one before. (laughs) Just now. Okay, here's another one. I will eat Cheerios out of your ass, and I don't even like Cheerios. Just heard it and thought of you. What do you mean they just heard it? They heard someone say that they wanted to eat Cheerios out of their butt? Okay, here's one. As a gay, I won't fuck you, but I'd surely go to Italy, come in a peach, and let you eat it so we can write a sequel to Call Me By Your Name and title it Call Me By Your Name. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. John, how would you hit on me in a dirty way? Uh... Uh, okay, here's hey, another. Hey, how are your honkers doing? Ew. <laughs> hey, how your honkers <laughs> doing is awful. Okay, here's another one. Nicole, girl, I want to get you wet and dive straight into that lake like a gustus gloop in the chocolate factory. Mm-hmm. I want to have sex in Guy Fieri Hawaiian shirts and dine out on that pussy like I haven't eaten for a week. That's pretty good. And that's, I think, as much as I have right now. Oh, this one's somebody wanting to put me upside down. Okay, well, that's it. Bye-bye. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at the coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.